What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Midwest Hines Hunt Podcast. I'm your host, Braden Tolls. To my left, Colton Hamilton. What's up, dude? A whole lot. Uh, uh, how do I want to say this? Spring's coming up. Sure is. Turkey season's coming up. Sure is. And uh, I could not think of a better guy to do a little one-on-one action on the podcast and talk some turkeys. Yeah, I'm Dude, ready. You've been killing birds for a long time. Yeah, yeah. My first one was like I don't know. When I was like 12. So damn, like 13 years ago. Ask how many turkeys I've killed. I'm guessing zero. Legally, none. Illegally, none. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding guys yeah no uh, I've guided turkey hunts if that counts I have taken guys out and who have killed birds but uh, me personally no I don't really uh, care to it's fun man no one ain't <laughs> dude I cannot stand the ticks well yeah I mean I, I get that. it they're just ticks not a big not that big of a deal but you just gotta go running gunning yeah, running Bowen, you mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. Let's uh, let's just jump into it with your first bird. Honestly, I don't think I've ever heard this before. Um, first bird, I was by myself. Um, I went behind my house, my dad's house, back on Bubba's. Yeah. Um, and I sat down, start calling, had birds fly down. And um, they didn't work like they were like I wanted them to. They just skirted me, and the the field I was hunting had a bunch of terraces in it. So back up, back up, back up. Blind, just up against a tree, sitting up against a tree. Bow, gun. I was a shotgun. Okay, and yeah, there was just a bunch of these terraces, and when they were probably. 80 yards away from me. And when I I saw their heads dumped below the terrace, I got up and I got in in the terrace that they were on the other side of. Sure. And I crawled down to the very end of the field where Mm -hmm. I thought they were going and just waited. And sure enough, they popped up over the terrace. Do you have a call? Were you calling them at all? Or no, no. I, got, yeah, I guess you're 12 years old too, so that is young. I mean, I was when they when I they first flew down, but after that, when I knew they weren't gonna they weren't gonna work, yeah, I just kind of crawled and cut them off. So, but yeah, I was very I was a novice hunter for sure. How uh how far was the shot? 15 yards. I mean, I. I saw the red head come up over the terrace, and I just is that a is that pretty close for a turkey? Like, oh, I, what yeah. what would you say an average shot with a shotgun is? Twenty five, thirty. Yeah, I mean they got really good eyesight, so anything in, in there, you're lucky that they don't pinpoint you. And See, I've heard that. Do um, how's their hearing? Not great. They just have little holes in their heads for okay. ears, just like chickens do. I knew they had really good eyesight. I mean, I'm sure their hearing's okay, but yeah, like it's not like it's not like immaculate. So, 
we can play this a couple different ways. Do we want to jump into your plans coming up for this turkey season? Or do you want to jump into, I don't know, I kind of want to do this podcast talking turkeys. And for the guy who's never done it, I want you to try to make them as successful as possible. Yeah. What they can do, what they shouldn't do, that kind of deal. Yeah. So it's up to you. Do you want to jump? It's up to you. Which yeah. one you want to do? You first or then? April 3rd is when it's April 3rd. And then shotgun starts April 12th. So your call. Uh, we can... We can do... Uh, just talk about tips and tricks first. Okay. And then so... We can go into plans. Yeah, definitely. Let's, uh, let's do this. I want to hunt one. What do I do? Well, do you have the land? Yep, you got, make it easy, you got permission, and you don't know much, okay. but you have seen turkeys while, you're, while you've been deer hunting. And besides that, you don't know much about a roost, you don't yeah. know much about a setup, you don't, you don't so, know anything. My biggest thing is, when I was... Younger, I didn't put a whole lot of time into scouting. Didn't think it really mattered. Just right. figured if I saw turkeys there, they'd be there. Right. Which, to some point, they do like to hang out in the same areas, but it makes a world of a difference if you know where they're sleeping. Because if you can set up close to their roost and have them pitch down directly onto your decoys, that's the best case scenario. But For the guys who don't know, what's a roost? What does that mean? So, like, Turkeys sleep in trees. So, like, in the mornings, or, I mean, at night, they'll pitch up into high, usually cottonwood trees. Usually the bigger, more more dead trees, honestly. Really? Usually, because they like to sit on branches where they can see. So, usually it's the taller trees with the real spindly branches that come out. Like, cottonwoods are great trees for roosting in. Sure. But... (laughs) I mean, if if you go scouting and you just walk around the woods, you'll be able to see on the ground, like, where they're roosting because of all the bird crap on the ground. Is like, that you find, noticeable? Like, oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. When you find, like... When you find it, you'll know. I don't think... Honest, I don't think I've ever seen that before. Yeah. Because, like, at my mom's house, I, I know where they roost. So, like, when I was shed hunting earlier this... this a couple weeks ago, like... I found the roost again, and yeah, it's just the side that the tree's covered in crap. The ground has big, big piles. Does it look it. like chicken shit? Yeah, it's just white bird shit. <laughs> but yeah, I would say if you find the roost, that way you know where to walk in, where not to walk in, because like you don't want to walk right underneath them where they're they right. know you're there. Right. But I mean, I've I've busted them before, and yeah, your hunt's pretty much over at that point, but. Is uh is it what's the more common thing to do? Set up a ground blind, hunt out of that, or is it more just find some cover up against a tree behind whatever? You know what I mean? I mean, I would say if you're hunting I don't know. If you're hunting like a food plot or are food beneficial to Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, yeah, you can even in Kansas you can hunt them over corn. You can they're considered a big game animal in Kansas, so no shit. So you can hunt them over bait, but I I don't know. I've always found more luck in sitting up against a tree, just finding a tree, more set dis- a more out. Yeah, well, that and if sun comes up and you realize the birds didn't fly down where you wanted them to, you can get up and find them. Right. Go find them. Right. Um. Is uh okay? What if? Like I said, you've deer hunted, you've seen turkeys before, but you don't know much about them. What if you cannot find their roost? Are you, like, what? what's the plan? Like, do you have to find the roost to have a reasonable hunt? Mm. If you know you have birds in the area, like, is the roost relatively close? How Like, how far do they go from the roost, they, I guess? They can range, like, during the midday, they can, they can go pretty damn far. Yeah. Like, like, turkeys are very social animals, so they, mm-hmm. like, 
open fields where they can strut and birds can see them from a ways away. Right. Um, I mean, I've hunted them and I've killed them where you don't know where the roost is at. Okay. Just because of where you've seen them the day before. Sure. They like to frequent the same spots. So if you see a... So they're a, they're a very patternable yeah. animal. Yeah. Um, I would say that you don't need to find the roost to have a successful hunt. It, it just makes it a lot easier. Okay. So you know where the birds are. Let's say you know where the roost is. Mm-hmm. What is the best scenario for you to kill that bird? Is it a morning hunt? Is it an evening hunt? Like, do it. Well, so evening hunts can be really successful if you know where the roost is at. Because you can just go set. I mean, if you're into that kind of thing, like if you hunt a roost, you're going to bust those birds. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're there and you have one day to kill a bird, yeah. Go sit. Yeah, you go sit underneath the roost tree in the evening. How and far typically? From their roost? Yeah. I mean, you can sit up against the fucking tree if you wanted to. Really? Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, usually they'll they'll fly from a pretty good distance. Okay. But I don't recommend sitting close to the roost just because once you bust that roost, they're gonna find somewhere else to go. I mean, I do. I say shoot them out of the sky like a damn pheasant. That'd be hilarious. That'd yeah, be awesome. Be a fucking I'm sure I'm show. sure it's been done. <laughs> You can't shoot him out of the roost. That's illegal. But no, going into the roost, fly him. Yeah. yeah, is that legal? It depends what time of day it is. Yeah. Usually they yeah. don't roost. They don't. Usually they won't fly up. Well, maybe you get an or, maybe you get an early guy. He's like, I'm I'm, I'm 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 he's either no, it, it'd be a late a late rooster, a late rooster, or a early it'd be an early rooster. Yeah, but what if they come back like oh, I'm just gonna hit the hay early. Usually the toms are the last one to fly up because they like to corral all their people, all their hens and jigs together. And okay, but like for example, last year, two years ago, we when I was out west, um, oh, I gotta cut you. Not out west. Um, around here, what kind of turkey are you shooting? Easterns. Easterns, and that is what we see around here. Yeah. Okay. Back to where you're at, you say you're going out west. What are you chasing out there? Rios. Rios. Yeah. Okay. There's four? There's tech- There's five, but yeah, there's five. Easterns? Easterns, Rios, Rios. Uh, Merriams, Osceola's, okay. and Goulds. Never heard of that fifth one. They're in like Arizona. Oh. They're the biggest of all of them. Pick them up. <laughs> they get to like 35 pounds. Damn. And the Easterns get, I think Easterns are the second biggest. Oh, shit. And then Merriam's, and then Rio's, then Osceola's. Okay, okay. All right, back to going out west on your story. Anyway, um, we were out west, and everyone was tagged out besides one guy, and we were trying to get him on a bird. And we'd seen him in this one field, um, so we were like, let's just go sit just go sit up against these trees. We had seen, like, we when we were walking in, we could see him. Out in the middle of this open field. Yeah. So we're like, let's just sit here and see if we can't call one in. And um, we called, we called. They didn't want to work. And finally, like 15, 20 minutes before shooting light, they started headed our way. And I was like, what are the, what would be the odds if we were sitting underneath the roost trees? What would be the odds? And sure shit, like five <laughs> minutes before shooting light, they come in. We hadn't called. We didn't have any decoys out or anything. Yeah. We were just sitting in the underneath the roost trees, and uh, like the first hen flies up, and like I said, the tom was literally just working all these hens up, corral them, corral them. Like I'm thinking of like a farm dog. Yeah. Like. And like he just happened to get within range right before he was about to fly up, just like that. Yeah, it was like picture perfect. <laughs> right but that was one of those. Roof. That was like the last day. Like if so you guys are under the roost tree, yeah. there's birds above you. Oh, and yeah, they, you're we could shoot. see them. We could see them up in the tree. I mean, once we shot, they flew away. Right, right. But yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's. 
it's a blast. I mean, I wouldn't recommend shooting or hunting a roost if you could get away with it. Be close, but not yeah, that tree. Pick a different tree. Like, say you want to kill a bird, and then like you want to come with me. Right. Like, if I didn't bust that roost, they're going to go back to that roost. Like, even if I shot at them a quarter mile away, mm-hmm. they don't know. Their roost is their safe place. Right. So. But if you blow it up. If you blow it up, they're going to go find it somewhere else, and that could be a mile away, two miles away. Really? Yeah. I mean, you never know. So do those birds, like, if I don't know if you know it, what he did or not, but, like, when he shot under that roost, how far can they fly? Where do the... I don't know, a couple hundred yards. Really? Yeah. I didn't didn't think it would be that far. Yeah, they could fly a pretty good lick. Okay. So, when it comes to your shotgun, Mm -hmm. for the guy who's never done it before, what what does he need to buy for... For a shotgun? Not not necessarily a shotgun, but the shells going into the gun, choke up front. Like, what... I mean, you want a long-range choke tube. Like, I have a Indian Creek choke tube in mine, which is, like, the equivalent to a Pattern Master. Um, Full choke? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, it's an extended I, choke. So I comes, gotta ask the dumb questions, man. I got to. But, so there was a... I mean, the farther that you can pattern your gun, the better. Like, if you... How do you pattern a shotgun? You shoot at a target and see how far away you can get without, like, is the you want to put as many BBs in that head as possible. So if you get to like fifty yards and you got like eight BBs in his head, right? That's probably max. Like, so tell me if I'm wrong. I'm going to try to explain this to the guys. A full choke, guys. How far? How big a spread do you think the BBs are? What a fist? Bigger? At, At what distance? Like 10 yards? Sure. At 10 yards, yeah, it's probably like a fist. 20. Probably like a paper plate. 30. Probably like a, I don't know. Yeah, that like big. Like a basketball rim. So just the, could do, because I've heard But I some, mean, if you're shooting, if you're shooting tungsten nine shot or bismuth nine shot what's that mean I, I i honestly don't even know what so there's like you can have lead steel tungsten or bismuth all legal yeah anything's legal but tungsten shoots the fastest so i know a lot of people that shoot tungsten they're expensive loads like when i went out west one time there was a guy that gave us like reloads like he loaded his own yeah did, loads. did himself they were nine shot which I've only when I buy turkey loads, I usually buy four or five shot uh, lead, three inch shells. Okay. And um, he gave me a three and a half inch with like an ounce and a half of shot or lead and nine shot. And me and my buddy went out and we had seen some birds on public land, and we sat on public land, and these birds were at probably. 90 yards. Damn. And we said, fuck it. And we dropped both of them. And they didn't flop at all. Like, dead. You're shitting me. I mean, my shoulder was dislocated. (laughs) But that was the craziest. But he said, the guy was like, he loads them, but they're probably $10 a load. So which one's more important? Your choke tube up front or the shell going into the gun because I've heard like what you told me that blows my mind because I've heard stories of guys shooting them at like I don't know 60 yards yeah and I'm like I'm like dude that regular load I feel like that's a poke 60 is that a poke it's a poke and you'd be lucky like like I said if you if you you pattern it and you get like eight BBs that's probably what you're looking at like you might hit it you might not you might hit it and it might not die yeah which that's the risk you're taking if if you shoot one that and it walks away, it'll probably die eventually. But you want to be as ethical as possible, obviously. But I've shot them at that far. I've shot them at sixty. What would you What would you say averages? I know you said like twenty five. Is I wouldn't say it's. I mean, if you're what's an average? I'd say my average for the last couple of years is like forty. That's 
Because once they get in range, I sure. don't I don't let them. Don't let them fuck around? I'm not going to let them get away. Like, a lot of people like to watch them work in the decoys, which I've I've done that before, too. Right. Like, like, especially if, if there's, like, four or five of them, mm-hmm. they'll usually come in and work pretty good. But if there's, like, two, they're usually pretty wary of where they're coming, where they're going. I gotcha. Okay. So, you said... I'm I'm taking it to base level here. You said Jake. You said a Tom. Mm-hmm. Tell me what those are, and then you got so you got Poults, which are the babies. Okay. You got Hens, which are the females. You got Jakes, which are like the one-year-old males. Yeah. And then you got Toms, which are anything over like two years old. All right. Do Jakes are they strutters? They will, but you can tell you can tell their fans aren't for like so on a jake's fan like on a like a turkey fan you know it's like right one, yeah it's one full. uniform yeah jake it's like uniform uniform and then they got like four taller feathers which are their adult feathers trying to come in yeah you can just tell you can tell that it's their beards are really short it's a younger bird they're they don't have any spurs um they're gobbles different like if you've been hunting long enough you'll mm-hmm. be able to tell like if you're calling to a bird you'll be able to tell if it's jake or tom sure it's kind of hard to tell like if you don't know what you're listening for but if you if you're calling and they and they hammer off at every single thing you do it's probably a jake it kind of i don't know when, they're dumb when you say that it kind of makes me think like how you said like if you've been hunting long enough you can tell it makes me think a deer like Mup. yeah Mup. Mm. yeah, yeah. That you know what I mean? Just you can just, just the tone. Yeah, you, you can just, tell. you can hear it. You just feel it almost. And, and turkeys, like, it's a lot harder to tell just because it's a different sound. But like I said, like it's a higher pitch. It's a much more frequent because they're young birds, right? Right. They're just trying to get some tail, right? Just so hey, they're gonna rattle off at everything. It's the world's mission. Yep, it really is, man. In all species, and a lot of times, jakes are. Like if you find a if you are if you're hunting a tom and he doesn't like like you say you have a couple decoys out right, hang on back up back up, jump into that real quick. What is your go to decoy setup? Like I, I know they make hen decoys. I know they make mm-hmm. jakes. I know you can get the full strut. I don't know if they make a full strut tom decoy, but I've seen the ones like on the the stick that got a fan on them. They make full struts. Okay. Tell me um, what what's what is the, so what's ideal? Early season, I like just a. Usually, I just choose to do a couple hens. Why? Just because they're not usually like right as season opens, they're not too ramped up yet. They're not. Do as, they have a quote unquote rut? Yeah, they have a breeding season. When when's I would is, that, say like, is that middle of the season, like end of the late season? April, like I'd say right in the middle is like peak. Okay. Breeding season. Okay. When the temperatures are starting to like consistently be in the 60s and 70s. Sure. I mean, they're obviously going to be out in the sun all day. And, right. But yeah, I like to use a couple hens. No, I don't use a lot of male decoys in the early season just because they're not as aggressive yet. Right. It um, probably wouldn't make much sense to have a full no. strut tom. No, and on opening day, and then like mid season, I like to throw a Jake, like a half or a quarter strut Jake, which is just a Jake that looks like he's about to go into a full fan, mm-hmm. like he's all puffed up. He's about to bloom. Yeah, so I usually like show me shit. I usually like to use a Jake of some sort, and then a Hindi koi, and then late late season, like end of the season, you. Probably most successful is like a single hen. Like after after all the hens have been locked up, some of those toms are looking for just the singles that haven't been. I don't know why, but I didn't know, like I didn't think about that. Like it's it's a breeding season. Well, like like I was going to say is um, earlier, um, you can like jakes like to group together. Like sure. You can get a group of, I've had six or seven jakes come in before. Yep. By themselves. And if you're if you're hunting a Tom and you have a Jake decoy out there and he like gets nervous really easy and he like doesn't want to come in, it's because he probably got his ass kicked by those six Jakes. 
those jigs will be ganged up, up on his yeah. ass. Yeah. Um, so I've hunted a lot of birds that are very skittish just because of that. So if, like then the next day I'll go out there with just a hen decoy and they'll sure. work because they don't have to worry about getting their ass kicked. But, I've but never. then you'll also get those toms that are super aggressive and they come in and beat the absolute fuck out I, of you. I've decoy. seen that before, like where they ju- do, they just fall on attack. The well, decoy. even sometimes even after you shoot one. They'll stay around. They'll and kick. They'll kick. They'll the kick shit the, out the of flopping bird's ass. Yeah. So not running much of a tom decoy. I don't have any full strut, or I don't have any toms at all. Decoys. Okay. I have like fourteen avian X decoys. Oh, that was my next question. So I know, like, when it comes to like duck decoys, you got. I don't know some of the best ones I know, like GHG decoys, They're really good. So what is it? What is the typical price of a solid good? Turkey decoy versus one that you're like, ah, eh, that's a little so like, on the cheap side. So I'd say you're, what I run is Avian X. Okay. They make, they make really quality decoys that are like, I think hens are like 70 bucks. Jake's are like 120. Um, Your most expensive are your Dave Smith decoys and they can run like. 130 bucks for a hand like a full strut tom's like 350 bucks just because why just because it's so well the dave smith full struts they i think avian does the same thing but they have slots where you can put real wings in them you can put a real beard in them you can put a real fan on them and the only thing that's plastic is the shell Hmm. but um dave smith's the most expensive the only thing I don't like about Dave Smith decoys is most of them aren't collapsible. Like they're a hard shell, right? hard body. So you can't take very many in. Like with Avian X, they're inflated like a basketball. Like you, they have a nozzle you blow in. How many do you typically run? I think the most of it runs like four, four or five. I mean, I'm not going to take Between them. Jake's and hens? Yeah. Usually I run like one Jake, maybe three hens. At most, or two jakes and two hens. Okay. And then I've got a couple of breeder hens, which are hens that are, like, laying down. Sure. After, like, right before they're about to consent. Oh, perched. You know? Yeah. Uh, consent. Like, middle of season, I like to use those, because that's the time that the they're, hens are... They're ready. They're ready, but... Um, and then your cheap end ones are, like, your... Your hunter specialties, which I'm not knocking. No, no yeah, not we're not knocking, guys. Like, and dude, I'm horrible about this. I and they're not bad looking decoys. There's some that like the foam ones right. that I used to like when I was a kid. Like my grandpa used to run. They look so terrible. They Old look school. terrible. But hell, they I guess they worked. Well, it makes me it makes me wonder because like even like I, I once again I I keep going back to thinking about deer like a decoy and. Turkeys have, like you said, got such good eyesight. Like, the better the decoy, yeah, the better the hunt. I mean, just the better the situation or scenario, whatever the case may be. Yeah, you just want them. You want it to look as much like an actual bird yeah. as possible. And like, I'm not gonna tell people that they need to go out and spend fucking six hundred dollars on turkey decoys because right. they don't. I think the reason I have so many is because when I was in college, my professor had six avian X decoys that he was getting rid of. I think I bought them for a hundred bucks. For all of them? Six of them. Damn. And so I couldn't pass that up, obviously. No, that's a I deal. think I bought a couple on like, I think I bought three or four in the bargain cave at Cabela's. I, I probably would have passed it up, but that's just me. <laughs> don't don't worry about me. Keep going. I probably would have if they, I think he had a quarter strut Jake that I really wanted. Yeah. But like I guess Avian X, I, I've never. You can't go wrong. I mean, they you can blow them up. Anything off a shelf would pretty much it would work. Just the more you spend, yeah, the better, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're obviously getting a lot more detail. Like the Avian X decoys have a lot of detail, but like the Dave Smiths are like so, like hand brushed in like yeah so perfect right which i don't think you have to get that precise but i've seen some guys and i actually think it was 
the Drury guys, um, I saw a deer mount. They had a, they had a fucking shoulder mount on, on a, a, yeah. Yeah. I was like, my old, my old professor, the one I bought my decoys from, he took a, an avian X decoy and fully flocked it. Shut up. Put a real turkey's pelt on it. Wow. Nailed it or screwed a real fucking fan to it. Real beard. I mean, it looked like shit. Like (laughs) it looked like this fucking, this turkey just went through a fucking jet dryer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, hey, whatever. Well, like, like I, I mean, it would blow in the wind, and dude, that that uh, on the whitetail side, man, that's goals, man. I hope to God I kill yeah. enough deer and enough big deer that I can just take a shoulder mount mm-hmm. and put it on a decoy. Well, that's like, be awesome. Like, uh, we do a lot of um, reaping out west. What's that? Reaping. It's. Like where you take a fan of a one an old turkey you sure. shot and you crawl behind it. I've seen to that. To make it look like I've seen there's that. a Tom walking towards. Yeah, someone just walked in. Or Bama and Benny got into no, I it. I saw some chick walked in. In a Jeep. I think it was Lexi, the other Lexi. Yeah, the Lexi who likes to get Jeep stuck in mud holes around yeah, that, my house and then... <laughs> But yeah, we do a lot of reaping out there just because. Dude, is that dangerous? I have heard stories of guys getting shot before. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. If it's private On ground. public, yeah. You're probably an idiot to walk out there like I that. Wouldn't, especially if you're like reaping and you're not sure if those are turkeys or if they're decoys. Oh, fuck. Um, But there's nothing like reaping. Reaping is so much, especially when they actually work. When they come in all aggressive, like then you how just, close are they getting? Um, the closest I've gotten to Jake's is like I don't know arm length. Like I've got them right before they're about to jump on you and attack you. And is that just a headshot at that point? Oh yeah, I've no, I like I've never shot a Jake doing that, but I've okay. shot a Tom doing it. But I, I don't let him get that close. I got to back up a little bit. So like you know, like those 30, 40 yard shots, whatever you'd say, it's typical. With those turkey loads, are is it typically a headshot deal, or can you go center mass? I wouldn't. It'll just fuck them up. I mean, they they can take it. Like, I, my buddy shot they one. They can take it? Like, two years ago, we were hunting, and he center masked one. He said he was aiming for the neck, but he, he hit. I saw where he hit. He hit, like, right where the beard is, like, right in the chest. Sure. At, like, 25 yards, and this bird took off. Like, just took it like a champ. Really? And so are they, they're pretty tough birds then. Oh yeah. That's why they like, like if you ever watched them bow hunting, like, yeah, you never get a full pass through. Rarely do you get a full pass. through. No, uh, you always see that arrow stick. Especially like if you hit them in the, like when they're broadside. You see the birds start flapping. Like, Their wings are so almost. like armored. Really? Like, like especially like after you kill one, you can, you'll be able to tell how thick their feathers are. Like, it's just like armor. That's yeah. why you need a really sharp broadhead or guillotine broadheads if you're going to take their heads D-cap. off. D-cap. But I've never been that confident. It was actually the, f- it was like when I first started guiding with him and it was the first guy I took out that successfully shot a bird and just picking the bird up for him. And I'm like, dude, it is a, they're it's heavy. Thick. Yeah, dude, they're, they're uh Especially Easterns are big birds. I don't, what's the word I'm trying to say? They're uh Dense. Yeah, man. They're just a. Especially like it's a big piece of poultry. Like out west where we hunt, like a lot of the places we hunt, it's like a freaking two mile walk in. Like damn. Like you have to walk quite a ways off the road to get to the spot. And once you kill a bird, you gotta fucking walk it back. All right, makes me ask the question. Once again, I am here for you guys asking the questions. You're welcome. <laughs> Is it typically like more of a timbered hunt is it more of like a crp or a field like what we're because you said they like to land like the sun they like soaking that up are you're typically in the timber but shooting more into open pasture type of deal like what's the setup um like are there most of my successful hunts have been on crop crop fields like at my mom's corn or beans or right pumpkin fields whatever whatever it is that year they just like open ground like especially like like winter wheat really successful because 
it holds a lot of bugs mm-hmm. and they like to eat bugs obviously right. but um yeah crop fields are the best timber hunts are fun just because you can get them in pretty close without them spotting you because they're, they're constantly looking around for where the fuck is the sound coming from right crop fields are kind of difficult because if especially if you don't have decoys like they're not going to come into something if they can't see it um but crop fields are i'd say are the like if you find their their roost most of, 90% of the time it's going to be on the edge of a crop field or a open green grass field right or, yeah okay so you said earlier april 3rd that's opening day this year princeton what you say princeton one do they really yeah sorry KU lost, Mizzou lost. Only you would be the Wildcat fan. Dude, I really don't care about basketball. I really do not. It's whatever. It's something to turn on the TV, I guess. But you said we open April 3rd, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Archery. That's archery. And you said shotguns win? 12th. Okay. Does archery run all the way through? Okay. Are your setups the same when it comes to shooting them with a bow? Is everything the same? It's just a different choice of weapon. Like deer? Oh, what do you what do you mean? On so we describe like, like decoys the, and yeah, everything. Yeah, Are you, do mean, you hunt them the exact same way? So it's just archery, ones with a bow, ones archery with a gun. would be your where you want a ground blind. You want a ground blind or a, a handmade blind of brush that you made, or you need something to conceal you from pulling that bow back. Like they'll catch if that. you're up against a tree. They're going to see you moving. With a shotgun, you can literally just hold the fucking gun out. Yeah. And rest like, it on your knees. As soon whatever. as they turn, you can fucking move. But it takes a lot more effort to pull a bow back. Sure. Yeah. So I would say, like, I have a I have a Primos bull blind. Like the see-through ones. Dude, those things are sweet. But I only bought the... It's like a half... It's not a full blind. It's literally the just panel? a... It's just a panel that the goes panel. in front of you. Yeah, the, it's like... I don't know. It's like... I want to say like four or five sections. It's yeah. like a half circle almost. It's, it's completely see-through. Right. But yeah, that's what I have. I've never shot anything behind it, but I'm saying if you're going to go out archery hunting, you either want to be behind an evergreen tree. Like you need to be really concealed. Sure. Because you need to. How, how, how close, like obviously within 20 yards, if you try to draw a bow, they're going to pick that up. But what about like, 60 yards. That's, I mean, that's different. Obviously, you can get away with a lot more. Right. But the reason I don't like shooting them from that far is because they move so much. Yep. They don't sit still. They they don't, man. Like you, they're, you, all, they're constantly turning their bodies, like, even when they're in full strut. Like, they're full strut. That's probably when you're easiest, like, to get them to stop moving. Yeah. But then again, they're full strut. You got to figure out where their body is. And they're still turning, man. Yeah. They're still looking left, Best right. thing is, is when they turn around, you can see their butthole. <laughs> that's where you fucking aim because that's where all the vitals are, right? Right. I, I mean, mean, you're going to hit something good. So, all right. We said shotguns typically aiming for the head. Or what? I aim, if I'm shooting it like. It's all situational. It really is. If it's like. 20 to 40 yards, I'm aiming middle of the neck because I know I'm going to have some BBs that go up, some BBs some that go, go down. down. But your neck, like once you break that neck, they're dead. Mm-hmm. You can hit them in the head and they can run off and die later. Right. Um, like there's a, there was a time a couple of years ago that we shot a bird at like 50 yards and it ran off. They all ran off. We're like, fuck. So we left. We came back like two hours later. And this turkey's standing in the middle of the field. And we're like, there's birds. We, like, got out. And we started stocking up on it. And, like, we realized, like, it's not fucking moving. Yeah. And so we, like, just kind of walked out towards it. And I I put binos on it. Mm -hmm. And you could see the blood coming out of it. Like, he had one BB in his head. Yeah. And he was just so fucked up (laughs) that he didn't know what the fuck to do. Like, he was just... He's done. So I like literally walked from like me to like five yards. Yeah. And I shot him again. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like I said, you can hit like if, when you're pheasant hunting, you shoot a bird in the head. Like they'll usually most of the time pheasant, will, once you hit him in the head, they'll fly like straight up. 
Right. And then they'll just fucking die. Yep. Like turkeys, they'll just run off and die somewhere. But once, you, if you break that neck, they're dead. They're done. Like, that's why I like calling them jellyheads. Like, you hit them in the neck where it breaks, breaks all those bones. Sure. And it's just like fucking jello. Uh, you ever killed them with a bow? Or are you typically a shotgun guy? I usually stick to shotgun. I've shot one with my bow mm-hmm. and never found it. Like, it took off with my arrow, and I never found it. Damn. So I'm like, fuck this. I'm just going to use a shotgun. You're wanting a $35 arrow. hmm <laughs> That was on public land, too. Dang. We tracked blood for, like, a quarter mile. I'm like, this on is On a turkey. Stupid. Yeah. All right. Leads me into my next little question, topic, whatever. So, beards and spurs. Mm-hmm. What, if you ask me... What what's what's so special about it? Like what? Uh, well, dr- give me. So thank you. Like I keep going back to deer just from our references. Like what is the length of a beard and spurs for a hundred and forty inch deer versus a so, hundred and sixty inch deer? Like what's so for long bir- long beards for turkey hunting? You're usually not as picky. Like you see a long beard, you're not gonna just let it walk. And it's m- more than like it's, is it most of the time? Birds. Is it it's a, is it a tom or do you get yeah. mature jakes? There's a thing called super jakes, which are which are late super bloomers, jakes. which are late bloomers. Like they were born late, so like in this, they're they the were kid, born they're early, the kid I'm that saying. got they're the kid that got held back a year, or they're the kid preschool. that hit puberty early. Sure, like I've I've seen super jakes with like a four inch beard, like just a big old fucking. Yeah, but, um, but no spurs because they haven't grown their spurs yet. But so I I would say that I've never passed on a one time I passed on a a turkey because it didn't have a beard and legally it has to have a beard because the tag is a bearded turkey. Mm-hmm. So this this turkey there's a thing called beard rot. Which is like a disease that like kills the hair, and the beards fall out. Like people lose hair. Right. It's the same right. thing. But I have a couple. I have one turkey, like syphilis, that I have hanging up that had beard rot. <laughs> yeah, it's like syphilis. <laughs> I have one bird on my wall that has beard rot, but only half his beard got it. Yeah. It's fuck. It's weird. But like I said, if you're hunting turkeys, you're not gonna pat. Like I would never. Encourage someone to pass on turkey or a, a long beard. If it's a Jake, yeah. If you don't want to shoot a Jake, fucking let it go. Right. But if it's a long beard, usually if you're hunting somewhere, shoot them. If you're hunting somewhere that has toms and you've been scouting and you know there's two toms in this group, yeah. And those two toms come in, you're not gonna fucking another two aren't gonna come in. What actually is a long beard like what would like, what what is something stupid like what what is a so and which one's more significant the beard or the spurs or do you just get so like your, your different subspecies all have different like so easterns typically have long beards long bushy paintbrush like beards. yes paintbrush and shorter spurs like not short but they don't get like so rios they usually get a little bit shorter beards a little bit stringier beards and super long spurs. Osceolas have super long spurs, not much of beards. Uh, Merriams have like thick, short beards. But, um, like stupid. Like what? Is there a record? I'm sure there oh, freaking is. Well, so so turkeys can grow multiple beards. Like I've I shot it. one last year yep. that had two. So you cool. you add them together. So last year I shot a bird with a. 12 inch beard and then like a three and a half inch beard. So Damn. that's 15 and a half inches. So which one's cooler? A 12 and a three or just one 15? That's unheard of, but. One 15's unheard of? Yeah, that'd be dragging the fucking ground. A 15 inch beard? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. I think the, I the biggest, the longest single beard I've ever seen is like 13. <laughs> oh. Like I've never shot, I've never shot a turkey over 11 inches. Oh, fuck. I'm about the size of this iPhone 11. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> and then the first turkey Natalie shot, shot like 11 and three quarters inch beard. 
Damn. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? We knew that. Bird Good luck was topping big, that. We knew that bird was big. We saw it on trail camera all the time. But but they're generally smaller spurs around here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I, 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 you've seen the photos, man. You know what I'm talking about? Like they hang them from Tree, the uh, spurs yeah, or limb hangers. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your Rios usually have longer curved spurs. Like I think the longest eastern spurs I've, sh- I've shot is like an inch. And on the easterns, are they typically like just because how short the spur is? It's just like it's just str- straight, it's straight out. But yeah, I know what you're dagger. talking. They kind of. Oh yeah, I've shot a bunch of reels that like they're that's why they call them hooks like limb hangers, right? Because you can literally hook them on and they right. won't fucking go anywhere. But mm. yeah, it, I've shot some turkeys out west that have really short, stink like stringy beards. Yeah, but have like two inch spurs. Damn. And what's a big spur? Like two. Two's big? Yeah. What around here is big? Inch and a quarter. Yeah. Inch. I mean, anything over an inch is a good bird. Okay. Uh, Another question, like how you said you shot a, excuse me, you shot a Tom that had two beards. Mm -hmm. I've heard hens. They grow beards. Yeah. It's a lot more common now than it used to be. Why is that? I've never that? shot one, but I've I've hunted why, and seen them. Why is that? How's that even happen? I don't know. I really don't. I don't know what the scientific term for that is, but there was. I don't want to. I don't know if this is borderline, but yeah, yeah, we're borderline. It's not illegal. It wasn't illegal. No, it's it fits. Um, so we were hunting with my the same guy that that shot that bird underneath the roost. Okay. Um, we were hunting a bird. Next to my buddy's house, Dalton's mom's house, there was an open, like, wheat field that this one turkey that had, like, super white feathers, like, not, like, the tips were super white. Like, right. Rios have, like, yeah. wider tips. Yeah. Um, the Easterns are all brown. Yeah. But these, but this one was, like, it almost looked like a Merriam. That's how white this fucking thing was. And so we were, like, let's go try to kill that bird. So he, we crawl fucking half a mile. And, like, I stay back because I didn't want to fuck them up. I was just watching. And they come up over this hill, and I could see the the heads of all the turkeys. Popping up. Like, you can tell which one's a tom, which one's... Just off their head? Yeah, because toms have really red heads. Okay. With a little fucking dongle thing. I don't know what they call it. I don't know. Dude, yeah. I'm going to just side note it real quick. Dude, those fuckers are nasty. Yeah, they're ugly. I think they're... But they're, they're pretty in an ugly way. They're, they're pretty... Their ass is and pretty. And it's crazy how their heads change colors. It's like if their heads are white, they're nervous. When they're red, they're pissed off or horny. Um, like you, like usually they change you colors can tell. throughout. Oh, you can tell. Like oh, it's a snood. That's what I'm thinking of. They're moody little bastards. The little thing that hangs off their head. It's, it's called gr- a snood. It's gross. So I've hunted. The I've U- hunted a Gila. bunch of birds that they like. They'll start getting nervous. Uh huh. And like that snood will go. And fucking just come to a little nub, and their heads will turn starch white because they're fucking. They don't. They don't like something. Something's up. That's when you like when they pick their heads up and they start like really moving their heads around. That's when you need to shoot. Like, yeah. You, there's no calling them back after that. Okay. But anyway, back to my story. I could see the tops of all these heads, and they come crawling up, and they like come up over the hill, and the birds are like forty yards for them, and. The Tom sticks his head up. Well, he shoots. So as soon as he shoots, the Tom put his head back down. And he's like, fuck. He saw the Tom fly off and all the birds fly. There's like 20 birds and they all flew off. Yeah. I'm like, well, fuck. And we all stood up and there's a bird flopping. We're like, oh, fuck. It was a hen that he shot. It was behind the... That's not okay? Until we we walked up on it and had like a six-inch beard. The tag... Your tags say bearded turkey. So you can Sounds shoot a hen. Me. You can shoot a hen, but he didn't know that he hit that. Like he wasn't aiming for this turkey. It just worked out that way. I mean, he was still pissed because he would rather have the other the tom. But but that's cool, right? A bearded hen's a. I mean, like you said, it's more I've common passed now. On, I've passed okay. on bearded hens. Okay, so it's not all that. It's not common. I mean, it's not your. I wouldn't say it's like butt. a. It's not as. It's not your two hundred inch. No, butt. I'd okay. say it's like a. 140, 150, and like that rarity of seeing it, you know, significant. 
but Dalton ended up shooting that bird that Zach was after, that white. Yeah. And it ended up having double spurs. Oh, shit. He had two spurs on each foot. <laughs> he, he got that one mounted. You got a hell of a turkey mount. Yeah, I shot. That was another white-tipped one that we we shot. Turkeys, guys, I will never. I mean, I'm coming around to hunting them, but I will never understand. I'll get understand. you on and you'll yeah, understand. Yeah, 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 we'll get there. Early season, there's not going to be a tick like that's nearly as bad. Shit, we went shed hunting uh, a weekend or two ago, and we had ticks. Really? And I was like, I feel like it's still a bit early, but. I mean, there's nothing worse than turkey hunting and sitting into a a, a nest, a nest of seed oh ants or seed ticks. Yeah, I know the little tiny little fuckers. Yep, that's the worst. And I don't know why, but I usually get them the worst. <laughs> like me and me, Dalton and Zach hunted last year, and we sat in this around the same goddamn tree, and I probably picked fifty fucking ticks off of me, and yeah. they didn't have a single one. Oh. I don't know if it's because they don't fucking shower and I smell like, I drink so much pop, I smell like a fucking... <laughs> I don't know. Soda dispenser? Or... Oh, man. Well, well, like when I was guiding, there was a time we got back to the uh, to the clubhouse or whatever, and uh, I'm just crawling in seed ticks, just yeah. a bunch, and I, I, it had to have been a nest of them. And oh, you'll I went, know it when you do. I, oh, yeah. I went inside and I just grabbed a butter knife. And I walk back outside, and I am just scraping my arms. I, f- I just with, get in the shower. Get in the shower I, I, on a cold yep. shower and, and fucking scrub with a loofah. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, they just die from scrubbing them. Yeah. I mean, and like, you know a tick, like normal ticks, you can like squeeze and kill them. Right. These little seed ticks, it's so hard to fucking... They're bastards. <laughs> little tiny things. I got to turn the light on real quick. Hang on. Pause. a little weird mood light going in here. We might be on a date. <laughs> what Nice. <laughs> My leg. But, yeah, the only downside turkey hunt is the ticks. All right. Another question. So, is calling essential? It helps. Okay. I mean, if you're sitting, like, under the roost, obviously, it's not going to fucking help. Right. But, like, in the morning, like, say you sit, like, 80 yards away from where they're roosting, mm-hmm. there's no guarantee they're going to fly down your direction, that direction, backwards, into the trees. Right. But, like, if you have a decoy out and you're calling, like I said, they're very social animals. They want to come see what's going on. If they see one turkey, they're all going to gravitate. When it comes to calling, I know they got a slate. Mouth calls, mm-hmm. and then the little box call. Mm-hmm. What do you use? What would you recommend to the guy who's just getting into it? Like, what's the easiest for him to do? Box calls are the easiest. But, like, there's a time and place for each one. Like, Go into it. I, I didn't know that. Like, box calls are your, your where you need to get more volume. Like, it's a constant... It's a loud pitch. Yeah, they're screechy little fucking things. It's for, like, trying to locate a bird. Like, if you don't know where the bird's at, you fucking hammer on that thing. Hello. Just to get the, like, the sound through the whole right, woods. get it out. Get them to gobble, then you can fucking go that direction. But, like I said, like, box calls are for locating, I would say. Or if the turkey's way the fuck out in the field. Um, slate calls, you can really... You can really maneuver like back the pitch. When I, back when I used those, yeah, it was always like the like the circle motion. Like yeah. The... <laughs> so my biggest thing is slate calls. You can purr, like like hens will purr. Yeah. And I found that 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 like triggers a response in toms. Like like and it's so like usually it's when they're closer is when you use that. Mm-hmm. Um, a slate calls are great. I mean, you can also get really high pitched on those too, but. Uh, mouth calls are are really nice for when you're either hunting alone, yeah, and you got the gun up and you can't use your fucking right. hands because Mobi- the bird's mo- coming in. Mobility, um, or yeah. if or if you got a bird walking and yeah. you want it to stop or put its head up, like if if a tom's in full strut, you don't want to shoot it when it's in full strut, right? Because you want to fuck up everything. You gotta blow his fan. But like you you give him a good um, mouth call, like 
something weird like that he doesn't really hear he'll fucking perch up like mm-hmm. the fuck was that what was that and then that's when you shoot him but you, you also you can only pop with a mouth call i feel like i don't like mouth calls they tickle my mouth shit i hunt with people that like them so, so <laughs> it I, works out so it works it's like when i go duck hunting with you uh you guys i'm like yep i'll bring the dog coop you bring the decoys yeah <laughs> we'll call it even i don't yeah i don't i mean mouth calls work great yeah. But I don't, I've never been able to use them, so I don't use them. But for the guy who's getting into it, would you just recommend a box or a slate? Typically? Yeah, a box call. They make another call called a, oh, what's it called? I don't remember what it's called. It's a box, but it's got like a, a rod going through it. Oh, and I know you what you're like, talking about. You, like, you, it's like yeah, a thumb. Yeah, you push it's called it. a thumb call. But Drew Berger, Drew had one. When me and Drew used to go out, Mm-hmm. He had one, and it sounds just yeah. like a box call. It's just a lot easier to use. Can they go really wrong if they wanted to do, like, the thumb or the box no. or the slate? Just, no, just. Or learn to turkey call with the just mouth. Just watch some videos. If you, if you watch some turkey hunting videos and you can. The best thing to do is mimic what the other turkeys are doing. Like, right. if there's a turkey, if there's a hen rattling off, just match that exact tone. Sure. So a lot of times you can piss off the hen, and the hen will come in. Now mm-hmm. bring the rest of the birds. Okay. So a lot of times you can you can call in a hen. The only bad thing is is that hens are a lot just like does are smarter. Mm-hmm. They're more wary of Bitches. everything. Yeah. So tricking Bitches. hens is a lot harder to do. But I guess I don't know, man. I've never really compared the two like that. Like thinking like turkeys have a breeding season. Mm-hmm. The females, like you just said, are a smarter bird. Like they're all very relative between deer, turkeys, whatever. It is like a lot of the same concepts. Like you're obviously trying to get them to at the either end of, get pissed off or horny. Like right, whatever it is. Like if you got a debuck decoy and you're gonna piss them off. Yep. Or if you rattle, they're coming in to fucking fight. I just don't get ticks, though, when I go freaking deer hunting. It's true. What's up? It's true. What are your plans? You said, because you already said you were around here for Easterns, and you said something about going out west for Rio's. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what's your what's your season look like this year? And then what would be ideal? So, just like deer, we have units. You know, like the state has different units. Right. It's cut all, into. all broken up. So this unit, you're only allowed to kill one turkey. There's only two units in Kansas that you can kill two turkeys. And where I go happens to be one of them. So I can kill one here and then go out west and kill one. Nice. Or I can go out west and kill two if I don't kill one here. You could kill fucking three. Uh, no, you can't. <laughs> what? You can only kill two total. Oh. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> Thanks for being on the podcast. You can, kill, you can kill one here. You can't kill two here. You can keep, kill one there, one here, or two out there, no, none here. You're keeping all the listeners out of trouble because me, I'm like, <laughs> kill them all. Kill them all. <laughs> Fucking shoot them. No, but yeah, my plans are hopefully shoot one with my bow here. And then. What's your plan again around here? Shoot one with a bow. No. Double up on them with a bow. We could try that. Oh my god, it's gonna happen, man. We just gotta do a lot of scouting. Yeah, we got it. Gotta find out where they're frequenting and put a blind up. Oh. Hey, I'm I'm paying. Remember, <laughs> this is all you, man. This is all on your on your glass, so to speak. All yeah. right, so you want to kill one here? Just one? You can only kill one here. Shit, <laughs> turkeys, man. All right, tag. Well, kill one here. We got it. If I don't kill one here, I can go kill two out west. All right, but ideal. Kill one here? Kill one here with a bow. Okay. Or shotgun if it comes to it. Bow, what up? If it comes to the point where the turkeys aren't going to work, I'm going to take my shotgun out. But. No, you're not. <laughs> um, And then I think I'm the weekend, like April 27th or whatever that weekend is when I'm going out west. Nice. So there's like four of us going out there. That'll be a fun time. We usually all... Is it public or private out there? Which it's all you, private. Nice. I mean, we've... Like I said, I've killed one on... There's some public land, but he's... You also so don't want to get shot, man. And Okay, like, don't get me wrong, dude. I feel like it's harder to get shot during 
Uh, no, nah, never mind. I'm... Out west, it's a lot harder because there's not as many trees. Like, mm-hmm. like if someone's hunting, you're going to know it. You're probably doing a lot of crawling with a fan yeah. out there. Like out there is, it's a lot of, like I said, if if someone's hunting that area, you're going to know it because if there's a truck there, he's probably in there hunting. Right. Around and, here. And you still have that same, I guess I wanted to ask you that. Do you still have that same, like, let's say out west, you see a truck, what, you're not just going to go barreling no. in there. Like, there's like still I said, the I respect. Don't, we don't, we hunt 98% private. The only time we hunted public was because we drove by one day and saw them out there. So we set up there that night. Sure. That's where we can, when we killed them. But. Sure. Okay, so bird here, bird out there. Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing out-of-state turkeys? Like, I got I've a buddy killed- in Iowa. In Iowa, who have giant deer. What's up, Jake? And he's planning trips to come kill. Just He wants to go on turkey hunts out of state to go kill whatever. Yeah. Rios, Marios, Osceola's. I've, I've only killed one out-of-state bird. Oklahoma, I killed a bird. No, thanks. In the red dirt country. Do you have any plans to do that at all? or No. I have no desire to do that. I got gotcha. you. It'd be fun to go on like a little tour, but... yeah. I ain't got the time Go or for resources the for Turkey that. Grand Slam. That I mean, yeah, that's the Kansas is the only state in America where you can kill two of the four species in the Grand Slam. Which so, helps. Yeah. So like if I killed two, I'd be able if here You're halfway there. I'm halfway there. I'd have to go to like Nebraska. Like I've always wanted to kill Merriam. Don't forget Florida. I'm gonna go down and kill an Osceola. Osceola. But No yeah. man. Me, like I told you before, dude, I, I have no desires, or I didn't have any desires to. I say to. you wanted to kill a bird. Now you want to kill a bird. I do want to kill one now, but in the past, man, I've just been like, man. And I used to be like that. But I think what's itching at me, a couple things, and I'll get into it, but I'd never had the desire to shoot one with a shotgun. Mm-hmm. And that's what, when we were like doing those guided deals, that's all everyone, that's all everyone had. And I'm like, dude, I just, I don't see it. And now it's different hunting with friends. Like, if I was out there, like obviously if I'm out there by myself and I shoot one, like I'm excited, like I'm pumped. But like if me and Dalton double up, yeah, nothing that, like that. That's, that's fucking cool. crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, like I think it would be cool for us to go out. One of us shoot one with our bow, or both of us shoot one with our bow. Oh, you better stop now because it is going to be a true double on two arrows. And I'd like to get Cooper on one. <laughs> But I wanted to shoot one with a shotgun because. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were saying with a bow. bow. I'm like, I don't, I don't think you're getting coop on a bird with a bow. <laughs> I don't even think he'd do it. He wants to. Like, I keep trying to talk him out of it. Oh, he does. Yeah, he's like, I really want to shoot one with a bow. What's I'm up, like, coop? You haven't even shot one yet. You gotta, hey, you got to dip your toes in it first. Hey. No, man. Like, like I said, like I didn't have the desire to do it, but now, like, I just get itchy. Like, I want to kill something with my bow. Like. You you can shoot as much as you want in the yard, you know, since mm-hmm. the season's over, but gives you something to do. That's almost in state, you know. I'll tell you if you don't come away from if you kill one this year, if you don't come away from and saying I've been missing out, then dude, I got you a, don't have the passion for it. Man, I got a pretty tall order for turkeys this year, dude. It is two arrows. In the air, 50 plus yards filmed with a GoPro. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm gonna wait for mine to get a little closer. No, no, just don't miss because if one of us kills and one doesn't, I'm gonna be like, fuck, it'd still be cool. It would, but no, man, that's that's my plan. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving it up to you. Like, I have more fun, honestly, like watching someone else shoot a bird, really. Yeah, like. Like, I think it would be cool to get you and Cooper on one. I'm guaranteeing I get you on a bird. I'm not guaranteeing you kill <laughs> That's one. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. No, dude. I'll be locked and loaded by then. But no, I, uh, I'm ready to kill one. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're going to have some fun. You know what? Let's just up the stakes. Triple. Out of the blind. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I better quit talking. Are we good? Does that cover everything for the guy who just wants to get into it? Yeah. I'm yep. not saying you're going to go kill one every time, but. No, I, and you won't. I mean, even you might see one every time, but it, there's no guarantee it's going to work. Right. No. 
But I don't know. I feel like we kind of gave enough for the guy who's like, man, maybe I want to try this. Maybe you love it. Maybe you hate it. Me, I still hate it, guys. But uh, boy, Colton's gonna, gonna. I'm gonna change your fucking mind. He thinks he is. We'll see. After you shoot one, we'll go out get Cooper one. I'll be there for that, man. I'd just sit in the I'd sit in the deep corner of the blind as much as I could and be like, go Coop. Even if we just run a gun, like that'd be fun too. But that's the thing: we're running gunning that's with a the bow. That's the good thing about a shotgun is running and gunning is a lot easier. Like I can, we can get pretty damn close. And then just jump up and fucking shoot one. You can't do that with a bow. I mean, you could. <laughs> could, but you got to be quick on a trigger. Or 60 yards. Yeah. <laughs> no. Is that it? That's all I got. It looks like we need refills. Anything else? Nope. Okay. Good luck. Colton, thanks for jumping on. Yep, thanks for having me. All right, guys. We will see you next week. That's all I got. I don't know. We'll see you. Raising the South, I come up from nothing, I figured it out They say when I sing, I'm the voice of the South Get thanks to the Lord, cause I'm making it out I can't believe I'm living my dream Early